Okay, welcome to tonight's special edition of Foundations of Amuna, Part 6. Uh, Foundations of Amuna has been a presentation of the Weiss Entertainment Network, 613 on um, uh, one through five are up on the podcast. If anybody wants to re-listen, listen, uh, you want to tell people about it. Um, it's, it's not a bad, it's, it's not a, it's not a bad, um, thing to, to tell people about for Chodesh It's not a bad topic to, to think about. Um, so tonight, um, I, I although, although I'm going to give some concluding remarks on the topic, um, I also said I would talk about the role of Shul, uh, which we're going to talk about shortly. Um, I also wanted to point out that Shabbat Shuvah. Uh, I'm gonna we're gonna give a full uh, report on what we what we learned, what we did, what we how we have grown, and and where we and where we need to go. Um, I wanted to uh, before I get into shul, I I did want to mention a couple of of, of things still on tefillah that 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 that's uh, from next week. I actually picked up a very nice book, uh, Rabbi Salvechik on tefillah. And I started to read it, so there were a couple of thoughts that I want I wanted to share uh, with that. Um, I, I want today's Mishnah. Okay, we learned Mishnah Yomi, so today's Mishnah is the last Mishnah in the third parak of of um, Rosh Hashanah, and the first Mishnah of the fourth parak of Rosh Hashanah. So the 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 um, last Mishnah in the third parak of Rosh Hashanah is unique in the sense that rarely does Mishnayis get into a gadita. Like, Mishnayis are almost, uh, you know, besides Perky Elvis, um, is almost exclusively halacha. Like, the purpose of a Mishnah is usually to tell us some some halacha that relates to something. Um, usually topical within a Masechta. Uh, if it's Shabbos, it relates to Shabbos. If it's... Uh, if it's uh, blah blah blah, so it relates to to damages. Uh, very rarely, very rarely does it, um, you know, go off topic. But sometimes you get these mishnayos, and and you scratch your head, and you ask the question, why why is this included in the mishnayos? So there must be that Re- Rebbe of Yudanasi was trying was trying to. To send us a message, so listen to to the mission. The I, I meant those of you who, oh, oh, no one on here was in shul now, uh, so I didn't hear it. Uh, the mission talks about two stories. Story number one, the war with Amalek. So, and, and that story has been made into a song by Yigal Salik. The story was that if Moshe held up his hands, then Klal Yisrael would be victorious. And 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 if uh, he dropped his hands, Chas Shalom, the Amalek would be victorious. That was story A. Story B was that they they got sick of the man and they complained. And and, and it says that it says that um, Akadosh Baruch Hu sent the um, sent the the slave. He sent the he's uh, not the slaves. Sent the snakes. He's, and, and 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 the snakes bit a number of people, and people became scared. So Kashbaraku told them that to Moshe to build a snake, a copper snake, put it on a post, and and whoever looks at the snake will be cured, and whoever doesn't will wither away. Okay, so that that's that, that's the mission. The question is, so the Mishnah already asked the question. 
Does the hands of Moshe create the war? Does the does the, the is the snake is the snake in charge of curing and not curing? And and, and then the Mishnah gives a common message. Pole's mantra, you now 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 the lesson of the Mishnah is important. Mistaklim mala. As long as the Jewish people are looking in an upward direction, and they make their hearts subservient to the heaven, then this sign of the of of the then the hands of, of Moshe will help them win the war against the Amalek. The sight of the copper snake will help them. Will help them win. Um, be cured from the from the snake bites. What's the Mishnah really saying? The, the Mishnah is really saying that sometimes in life, when all else fails, look up. Look up. So I, I've I've told the story a, a, a number of times, but but I'll tell it again because it's a great story. So a woman comes to one of the great one of the rabbis. I don't know which one. I heard the story like. And, and and tells the Rebbe that, you know, I want a bracha. I, I'm trying to have children. I can, I'm having trouble having children. Please give me a bracha. I'll have a child. And the Rebbe looks at her and says, I'm sorry. I can't help you. And she goes away. The Rebbe's students are looking at him. And they're saying, Rebbe, my he, like my hi, you never act this way. What are you doing? What happened? Are <laughs> you in a bad mood today? <laughs> like, what happened? So the rabbi looks at them and he says, go get her. Go run after her and bring her back. So, so, so they run after her and they, and they bring her back. And, 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 and he, he, the rabbi says to her, what happened when you left dejected? What did you do? She said, said, I realized that no one's going to help me. So I turned to the heaven and, 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 and I asked the Kaddish Baruch Hu to help me. So the Rebbe claps on the table and says, Aha! Now you got the message. Now I'm going to give you a bracha that Hashem should answer you to be listening. You should have a child. She said, If I would have given you a bracha and in a year from now you would have had a child, you would, you would have walked around the world and you would have said, The Rebbe. He says, Now you know that, that, that my bracha is just a vehicle. And sometimes, and, 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 and that's the story of tefillah. That sometimes, sometimes, sometimes we just have to. Sometimes, when all else fails, look up. There's nothing that's going to cure the bite of the nachash. So look up. Amalek will be beat, will be defeated when we look up. When we say, save us from Amalek." And and the symbols are just there to reinforce that idea. And that's the message of today's mission. So in a Masechta that talks about Rosh Hashanah, a day that is so heavily embedded in tefillah, the message is that sometimes that's the only vehicle that we have to let out our, our desire. Very important idea. That's And, and, and that's what it means to have a Muna.
According to the Rav, according to Rabbi Salvechik, prayer is the first and foremost an acknowledgement of the role of God in one's life. And as such, to pray has one connotation only, to stand before God. From, for the Rav, prayer is, is not as much about praying to God as it is an encounter with God, a rendezvous with the Creator. As, Maiman, as Maimonides formulates it, what is to be understood by concentration of kavana? The mind should be freed from all extraneous thoughts, and the, and, and, and the one who prays should realize that he is standing before the Divine Presence. And elsewhere, when Maimonides speaks about the need to prepare for prayer, when one stands in prayer, he should place his feet together side by side. He should set his eyes downwards as if he's looking to the ground, and his heart upwards as if he's standing in heaven. Prayer is very real meeting with God, as indicated by the fact that so much of prayer is couched in addressing him in the second person. And and and, and that's that's such a that's such a, a crucial that's such a crucial um, aspect of having emuna because because really what emuna means is that is that we recognize where it all comes from and and, and sometimes we need sometimes it's it's in those moments of crisis that 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 we need to we need to realize that that we're not alone that there is there is there is a shoulder to lean on and that's that and that's the Kaddish Baruch and that's what this month is about. This month is about a time to lean. It's a time to to search out. It's a time to reconnect. If if your connection has been fuzzy, if the internet hasn't been working, and your Wi-Fi is has, has gone off between you and your and 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 your and your creator, fix it. Call in the technician and fix the and fix the Wi-Fi. Call in the technician. Can can, I, can make sure you're on the five G network, and that five G network is going to take you directly upstairs. Don't lose the opportunity. Now, this all sounds nice. This all sounds fluffy, and it all sounds inspiring. But how do you make it happen? How do we make it happen? Well, where do we make it happen? I can't tell you enough about the importance of shul. And men and women and everybody needs to go to shul. I know in some communities, women don't go to shul. And I understand that sometimes they're, they're taking care of babies and then they should not go to shul. <laughs> However, in all these communities, there are teenage girls, there are girls who are not yet married, and there are women whose children are old enough themselves to be in shul. And still, somehow the message of, <coughs> of staying home on Shabbos and dabbling in, uh, let's just say the dab, and dabbling in your house has somehow become normal. I think it's wrong. I think it's wrong. Would anybody question? Would anyone say that when the Beis HaMekdash stood, that we should go to an alternate place? Would anyone say that to celebrate Yontif in the time of the Beis HaMekdash, the, the best place is in the house? No. 
The, the base of Migdash is the it was the place where everybody went. Who went? Anoshim, Noshim, Jatah. Men, women, and children. The Pasak in, in uh Pasha's Vayelech, when it describes the myths of Hakel. Okay, this is only once in eight years, but uh, I'm talking more on a regular basis. It says, it says, Bevoko Yisrael. It says when, when all the Jewish people come, Lira O says Pene Hashem Lukha, Bamakom Ashe Yukar, Tikra Satora, Zos, Negid, Kol Yisrael, Baznaim. Read the Torah in the eyes of the Jewish people. Who? Hakela Saam, Ha Anashim, Anashim, Vahata. Men, women, and children. Laman Yeshvu, Laman Yomadu, so they should hear and they should listen. Viaru as Hashem Elokeichem, they should fear our Lord, our God. Bishamula Asois, as called the Reatorazos. Yes, this mitzvah is talking once in eight years, but this mitzvah resonates every day of every year. I'm not suggesting that women have to get up at six in the morning and go to shul during the week. Don't go that far, but going to shul. Hearing kedusha, right? You know, you know, there's a minhag that uh, you know, women after they give birth, they're supposed to go to shul and hear kedusha. It's a beautiful minhag. It's a kabbalistic idea uh, that somehow uh, protects them from machla and whatever. Anyway, that's a great idea. But but how about when, how about all the other times where they where they should be in shul and they should hear kedusha? That's also very important. What is a shul? It's not a place for a kiddush club. It's not a place to play basketball. It's not a place to schmooze. It's a place, to quote the Rav, to rendezvous with our Creator. Rendezvous with people are always in a location. They're never in someone's house. Well, it could be someone's house. I'm saying, I'm saying, but someone has to uproot themselves when you when you rendezvous with someone, they're all, even if it's in someone's house, someone has to uproot themselves and go to that location. Going to shul is about, as 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 the as, as the salvation explained, is about uprooting yourselves and and meeting your, the boreol, and 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 that's that's what it's about. The Ramban writes in Parshas Chuma, he said, "Vesoda mishkan kushehiyah." Ramban asked the question, why do we have a Mishkan? Why, why, why did they build a Mishkan in, in, in the desert? And he says that the essence of the Mishkan is that the glory which rested upon Har Sinai should rest on the Mishkan. Now the Gemara says that, that our shuls are Mikdash Ma'at. Our shuls are the replacement of of the Mishkan, of the Beis Migdash. So in other words, the Kedusha of Har Sinai is resting on our shuls. Who does not want to come and participate and, and, be, and, and be part of that? I love going to Shul. I love our shul. I'm not just saying it because I'm the rabbi. Uh, um, I, I happen to love our shul. I, I think, I think uh, although, although, you know, we're, we're, some, we're, we're somewhat laid back sometimes. Maybe sometimes too much, um, but 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 we've created a place. Uh, um, at, we've created a place where where there's davening, there's daily learning going on. Um, th there are 
there are programs that 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 enhance kedusha. Um, uh, you know, and there, and there's you know, you know, if we look, you just get davening. You look at Shabbos morning. You know, after davening, one corner is Perki Avos, the other corner uh, is is uh, is um, Dafyomi. Um, you know, and you know, people don't run out of our shul. They they stay in shul for a while after davening because it's because it's a it's a makom kodesh. That place is the place where this all has to come together, and and we have to train ourselves, and and, and we have to we have to realize that and and the pasuk in Yechezkel, which is such an important pasuk. That calls it Ehelahem the Mikdash Ma'at. That the base of Mikdash is of uh, the Shul. I'm sorry, the Shul is like a Mikdash Ma'at. Where 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 there was such anticipation. This time of year is coming. Sukkis, oh my God, was the was the most glorious time of year um in, in, in the base of Mikdash. It was the time of year where people were running, where people were bringing their fruits and their chumas and maestras and 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 the the, the hektish and all the nidorim that they that they they vowed. It wasn't just the time of year where they celebrated yontif; it was a time of year that people celebrated their lives, that they came that they came to the base of Migdash and, and and they and and they realized they realized the great brachas. The great blessings that that Hashem has bestowed upon us, and 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 they celebrated it in the base of Megdash. And that's what a shul has to be. You know, I I I have literally been going to shul since I'm eight years old. Uh, I, I I don't think I don't think I I've, I don't think I don't think I've, ever, I, I've certainly missed more Shabbos during COVID when we were, couldn't go to shul than my entire existence. Uh, since since then, so, uh, I I I don't know the secret, but 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 I, I I just know that I just knew from way back that that it's the only place to be. If if you want to dive in properly, and 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 no, I'm not suggesting that you can't dive in properly in your house. And sometimes you do have to dive in the house. Sometimes you're not feeling well. Sometimes you uh, you know things happen. Or we had a pandemic that you have to dive in your house. But but how do we dive in? Somehow in shul, you know, there's something there's something called the cult fila, you know, the sound of fila, you know, where people are, are dominating a little bit out loud, and there's a there's an atmosphere, you know, we require a mini, we need ten people together. It it it, it it's just it's just a game changer event when you come to shul and you're with people and you know you see how people are, you know, there's a bein adam lechavero aspect of being in shul because because you, you know people and if someone's not chasa shalom in shul, you reach out to them, you call them, we know how come you didn't come to shul today? Are you okay? You know, is it something we can do? Like 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 going to shul turns into not just this as I described the connection to a kodesh baruch it turns into this this. In entirety of, of Torah observance, from 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 connecting to Hashem to connecting to people, to you know, uh, diving with the same people every day, and someone doesn't show up, you know, we're concerned. Where are you? Are you okay? Like, can we help you, or, or did you just oversleep? Uh, which happens sometimes too. That's what shul is. Shul is that central place where where the Torah comes to life, and, and it and it and it, it's such an important. And if you're a mammon, if you're a mammon, if you believe in, in in everything that we do, then you know then you know that shul plays that that's that central role, and it's not enough. Um, and it's not enough to just to put it in other people's hands. 
you yourself have to be part of shul. And and yes, women have play a significant role in shul. Women have to come to shul and have to be part of davening. Again, I'm not I'm not saying those that can't and they're taking care of small children. I'm not talking about those people. Uh, I'm talking about the people that can and don't. And 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 they really it's 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 that that act has to be cleaned up. And that's what that all is about. That's what we hear. Nice to Ramban. Listen to this beautiful Ramban. The purpose of raising our voice in prayer. And the purpose of, of, of synagogues. And the merit of communal prayer. Is that, that, that a person is in order to provide people with a place to gather? And to acknowledge that God is, is the creator. And who brought them into existence. And they publicize it. And they declare before him, we are your, cre- we are your creations. Right? Right? On Yom Kippur. How many times do we sing? Right, we are uh, we are your your nation, and you're our God, and that's what we do in Shul. Rabbi Rabbi Mordechai Bracha was one of the gateway rabbis. He, he says the synagogue is meant to create a space conducive to prayer. The very fact that it's designated specifically for prayer helps one focus merely by being there. That's what I'm talking about the importance of coming to Shul. Therefore. Even when, when no minion is present and no regular service is going on, it is preferable to pray in a synagogue. When we walk into a synagogue, we feel ourselves going into prayer mode, becoming psychologically and spiritually prepared for prayer. There's something about that building. Um, there's something about that building that is magical. That that as soon as, as soon as we as soon as we walk in. Uh, we feel we feel this tremendous sense of connection. And he continues. He says the synagogue also serves as a place for the community to gather. On happy occasions, people come to the synagogue to celebrate. Circumcisions, brismilas are often performed in the synagogue. And Barambas mitzvah engagements and weddings frequently take place in an adjacent hall. In times of danger or tragedy, Jews come to the synagogue to recite to Hillam together to pray and to attempt to address any spiritual moral weakness of the community. Community meetings are held in the synagogue and the local rabbinic court, the basin, is often located there. The rabbi's office and address for counseling, halakhic decisions, mediation, and teaching can usually be found there, there as well. So so the shul is that is that is that place. And and you know what we say about a shul every morning? Matovu Ohalecha Yaakov Mishkin Osecha Israel. How great and how wonderful is 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 the place of Shul, the tent, the tent of Yaakov. Yaakov. Why Yaakov? Why not Avram Yitzvah? Because because as we spoke, we I mentioned this at the end of last week's year. Yaakov, more than anyone else, knew that knew how to reach out to Hashem in times of uncertainty. And and, and sometimes we need to to come out. And we need to dive in times of uncertainty, and, and that place is is the shul.
Now there's a couple other Gemaras. So the Rambam writes, Yisrael. Any 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 place where there resides uh ten Jews, You have to have a, a gathering um that, that's specific for Tvila. And then in a different halach, he says, That a person should go to shul early in the morning and at night. He says, you want to know, you want to know where the job gets done? You want to know where the tefillos are the most valuable or, or even priceless? That's only, that's only in, in the shul. The shul is the number one place. To, to connect. And he says, and the Rabbeinu Bachaya writes, Musoderis Katikun Shabalukulana. Shikolecha Vechar Ose Melitzo Mispalo. He says before the Anche Kness Zagdola came along, he says Davening was was haphazard. It didn't it it, it lacked it, it it lacked um it la it lacked cohesion. It was it was something that just people kind of uh kind of did on their own. And then what happened? Pages are messed up. Sorry. He says, he says, uh, until the Anche Knesset Zagdola came, the Tikno Tvila Zushal Shmonesre, Kedesha Tetvila Musdera Shabel Holy Throat. So the shul is also a place where our tefillahs come together, where the Anshei Knesset Zagdola created Shmon Esrei as a place to to make it to make it gel. Um, and uh, so we so it, it just becomes this 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 essential place where where so where so many um, um, important things uh, to take place. It's where we read the Torah. It's where it's where. You know, you know, we we discuss. Or Rebecca talks about all, all all the major community events um, that that take place. All all run through a shul. So what? So what's our job? What's our job? What? What's the message we're supposed to get out? So, I do know that Rosh Hashanah tends, tends to be a time Baruch Hashem. And Yom Kippur, where people, where people um, seem to come to shul, um, I, 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 would, I would even argue that that in general, it's the, it's the quietest time of the year in shul. Meaning, people less like, very rare that I'm like Rosh Hashanah, you have to stop davening because people are talking. Because I, 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 I do think there is some sense of Rosh Hashanah, and there is some sense of reverence from a shul. But the goal is, and the message of those of us that go there every day, is to let people know that the shul is open 365. And uh, I don't want to say 24-7, because you can't always get into the shul 24-7. But, but 
it's always there. And 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 a lot and a lot of times, um, and a lot, and a lot of times, um, you do see people that come only three days a year, and and the goal is to to figure out how to make how how to make how to make that how to make a change in people, and I think that that the things that we discussed tonight, if if people could come and understand. I think I, I do believe, and this is my 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 personal observation of, of Yomim No Roy. I do believe that there is some tick, some alarm clock that that go that go that goes off in people's neshamas that that do um that that do click at this time of year. But the problem is that when Yom Kippur passes. We have to we have to tell people that you create you began a road of tremendous connection. If you think about this, what's the last words of Yom Kippur? Hashem Hu Elokim, the Lord is God. And we say it seven times. That's the last thing we say on Yom Kippur. So, and I I I, I dare say that in most shuls it's said pretty intensely, right? The Chazan Hashem. Who I like him, Hashem. Who I like him, Hashem. Who I like him, and everyone follows up in that same way, and it's loud and it resonates, and it goes out. Okay, what's tomorrow? Are you getting up and going to shul, or or is it just uh? uh this is what we do for Roshana. This is what we do for Yom Kippur. Okay, Yom Kippur's over. It's time to go back to to daily life. So I think we're not we're not. I th- I, I think that we're missing the point when, when if that's if that's what happens, you know. Rosh Hashanah, the service made you what we add all those things to davening, and then we just drop them, right? Okay, but that's that that's the halacha. We don't say Hamel Chakad Rosh after Yom Kippur, but but. That doesn't mean the message of Hamelech Hakadosh, the Holy King, shouldn't resonate. Zachreinu l'chayim, Melech Hafeitz b'chayim. Right, we say these words during the service of Mitzvah. Remember us for life. The King, the King uh, who want, who desires life. The Kasveinu b'seferachayim l'man chayelohim chayim. Write us in the Book of Life. These are words that that are, although are unique to our service of but they're supposed to stay with us. They shouldn't. They shouldn't disappear um, after our service in Chuba. We should be thinking about those words as we go through the the year, as we go through our, da- our daily experience. So I think that that if we recognize the, the you know all, all the things that we discussed, if we if we realize that there's a boreal. I, again, I don't want to over overstand as the, Dr. Kelman said, not to believe there's a boreolum is just not rational, right? But if we believe it in a way that that it makes a difference to us, you know, you know, uh, one thousand people survey, one thousand people go to Shulon Shabbos survey. Is there a God in the world? I venture to say that uh, more than nine hundred of those one thousand will say yes. I, I venture to say it's close to one hundred percent. Because otherwise, what are we doing here? Uh, there's always a few in the crowd. <laughs> I'm, saying, I'm saying, okay, okay. Now, the, but the follow-up question is, is the, the more crucial question. Now that you know that, what are you doing with it with yourself? 
You know there's a boat radio. You know he's out there. You see, you see, you see the sunrise. You see the sunset. You see the trees, and you see the earth, and you see the technology, and you see, you see all the, the amazing things that this world offers. So you know there's a boreolum. As I, to, to go back, as Abraham Avinu said, is it possible that 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 uh, you know if, if if the innkeeper turns on the lights in the palace, is it possible that there's no one that turns on the lights of the world? We all know that. But the, what are we doing with that? That's the question. <clears throat> and I think Shul has the potential to be that great, great place where where it again, it's not only in Shul, because we have to have a whole Kedusha in the house, and we have to have Kedusha at our workplace, and and you know, we're right when we're going on our way. When when we're sitting in our house, when we're going on our way, when we, when we get up, when we got always always with us. But 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 if if, if shul can become the center, and then and then we take that kedusha as as the Ramban said about the Mishkan, this, that 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 the Mishkan was the was the kedusha of Har Sinai descending on earth. So we have to take that out of the shul and bring it into into our lives. I do believe. I do believe that if if we think about Amuna, and I, and I, and I think a lot of people do believe. I I am not prepared to say that most. I would say most from Jews do believe in the Boreolum. Um, um, I but I, but I don't think this is what I, that people think about it enough, and I think that's what we need to do. I think that's the message that needs to resonate. Think more. Think about our lives. As, as as the Torah is being challenged on a daily basis, as people are saying, you know, you know, we do gender issues and all, all of these, all of these terrible things, and Israel being challenged, and the, you know, Israel is always on the world stage, anti, you know, with all, with all with all of these things, we have to realize that we don't have a place among them. Our goal is to is is that they need to find a place among us. Is is we have to be or lagoyim. But when we realize, when we, when we come and realize that that we don't really have a place with them because they don't want us to have a place with them, and in the end of the day, as much as they think they, as much as they may act friendly towards us, in the end of the day, that's not going to last, as, as history has bared out all, 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 all too many times. So we realize that that the, when the, as the morals and the ethics of the world are challenged, that there is a moral and an ethic that comes from a, a an, an original source. And 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 if we recognize that, and we and we take that into our lives, I think I think we can make a difference for ourselves, our families, and and certainly all the people that we spend time with. Okay, I, I'm going to stop here. Um, I want to thank everybody for coming on the last six weeks. Uh, I hope these shirim have been meaningful. Uh, I hope they've made a difference. Uh, I I hope that I, I hope that you, that we're all going to pick up the sitter and look at it a little more a little more critically. I hope that as we walk in the street and we see the we see the trees blow and we see the rainfall and we see the sunshine and we see the moon come out that, 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 that we think about it differently. Um, I, I think when we, when we see about all the great technological investments that man has been allowed to create with, with Siata Deshmaya, I think, I think we need to, we, we, I think, I, I hope we, that we think about that. I think when we go to, if, if, if God forbid a person is sick and they get a medication and they realize that medication was developed because Hashem gave the world permission of Rapo Yerape, I, I think it, it just it just makes a difference. And I and I and I think I, I think that's ultimately the purpose of the Shiurim. 
to get us to think, to get us to, to consider, to get us to, to place us in, in the realm of Kedusha. And, and, and Kedusha, as I said many times, is not a cloud flying over your head. It's it Kedusha means that I recognize that my actions is, is not up to me. It's not up to me. It's Kasher Tziva Hashem Es Moshe. And, and in order to make it Kasher Tziva Hashem Es Moshe, I need to create the institutions, um, whether it's davening three times a day, learning every day, going to shul, uh, you know, ha- having svarim in our house. And, you know, this, the list goes on and on. I think if we recognize that, I, I, I think I think the world will be a better place. And, and, and you know, even in Eretz Yisrael, uh, you know, you know, it's amazing. You know, all, all, you know, when the non-from people get upset and they and they, and they try to become anti-from and they and they, they don't like the Haredim and all that, that's all cover up because 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 in the end of the day, they realize where 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 we all belong. And 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 Mr. Shem, we should we should go forward in the month of Elul. We should come to Slichos and we should. Um, you know, I mentioned uh, I mentioned in my other share that that I bought the, the interlinear slichos. Slichos goes quickly, and, and and it's early in the morning, and we're tired, and we have to go to work, so we want to get out of it quickly. No problem. Pick one, pick one, and say, let me think about this. I, I would go go even further, say, look at it the night before, and then think about it when he's saying it. That would be that would be the ultimate. But I'm saying if you can't do that, take two lines in the in the slichos each day and say. What does that mean? How does that make my life better? How does that make me closer to a Kodesh Baruch Hu? And I, I really think if it's Misha Anala Avram Avinu Baharam Oriyah, you know, he who answered Avram Avinu and Haram Oriyah, Hu Yaanenu, great. Uh, I always like to talk in Misha Anala Elisha Biricho, Hu Yaanenu, right? I always like to emphasize that because it's uh, my name. So, uh, and it has meaning to me. Maybe you find something in the Slichos that has meaning to you. Maybe you find something in Shmon Esrei that has meaning to you. And 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 think about all the things that we've talked about. There's so much, so much, so much more to talk about. And I said, oh, you know, I'm, I'm going to continue talking about this topic, but but for now we're gonna we're gonna end. And uh, and Mr. Shem, uh, uh, um, all the Shem are on the podcast, and and I think you should tell people to listen, particularly last week's Shem uh, or today's as well. And and Mr. Hashem, we Hashem should should protect us in this chus of the amuna that we have with him. Right, Komisha Oskim, and we talk about amuna and a kodesh baruch and and the and it plays such an important role. So Mr. Hashem, in this chus of our amuna, Hashem should protect us. Hashem should send the geula shleima. Hashem should inscribe us all the alta chayim tovim all the shalom b'schusa emuna b'schusa all the great things that we do. Thank you all for joining me these past six weeks, and Emes Hashem, uh, we will continue with the, all the other shiurim, and there'll probably at some point be a shiur on Rosh Hashanah or Yom Kippur or one of those things. So uh, take care, and and I hope to see you guys soon.